Hey, welcome to Planet Bonehead. When we hear the phrase, we're reaching the tipping point, we tend to associate it as a negative, especially when it's used in connection with the environment. We might think of the tipping point as accumulating too much carbon in the atmosphere or increasing global temperatures by too many degrees. I believe we've reached a different kind of tipping point, a point at which enough people have made the environment a priority and are doing their part to make this amazing planet of ours even better. I'm optimistic about our future and the future of our children. Today's episode is brought to you by Tipping Point Renewable Strategies. They help climate and clean energy companies break through barriers to growth and help organizations build on their strengths to achieve the highest potential. I recently spoke with Michael and Sally Beth Shore of Tipping Point. So the, the name of our company, Tipping Point, uh, we, we take a positive take on this world, although there are tipping points of concern in climate change, for example, uh, we're also reaching a tipping point on this planet of where our energy comes from. Uh, not that long ago, essentially all of our energy uh, came from coal and nuclear in the United States. And in the last decade, uh, renewable energy, solar and wind have become the most cost effective energy sources and they're the fastest growing sources of energy. And so we are fast approaching a tipping point uh, where the where where the sources of our energy uh, will have radically changed and there, will, and there will be no going back to how it was previously. It was just maybe a dozen years ago or so that um, Michael started a solar energy company, which was in some ways a shot in the dark at that time. And we, we went into this on a wing and a prayer. And here it is a dozen years later, no one could have predicted, no one was predicting anything close to the renewable energy revolution that we have seen in these past 10 years. Now, maybe when we were kids, concepts like renewable energy and sustainable living were kind of fringe ideas, even laughed at in many communities. As adults, many of us have had to reprogram our thinking to accept these wacky concepts and change our daily habits. Kids today, already know basic concepts like recycling, solar energy, or sustainability. They will be the leaders of tomorrow, solving the issues that we're all arguing about today. So something else interesting about tipping points is it speaks to leadership, because for a system to change, say where we get our energy from, or an environmental consciousness that we have in the world, we don't need to have everybody on board before change happens. Where is the tipping point? Is it at 10% of a population, 20% of a population. So as we get enough people to step forward, say it's between 10 and 20%, then that radical change happens. And so that's a call for, for leadership. The purpose of Planet Bonehead is not to try to convince kids that the planet needs saving. There are no doom and gloom scenarios here. I'm also not trying to convince them that the planet and our environment is important. They already know that. If you ask a kid if we should take care of our planet or allow it to be destroyed, they'll look at you like you have six heads. The answer is obvious to them because they haven't lost the sense of wonder that they get from the little things. Sure, grown-ups can look at majestic mountains or the world's tallest tree or the Grand Canyon and be reminded of that wonder. But many of us lose sight of that awe and wonder when looking at the world immediately around us, in our own backyards or neighborhoods. 
But kids haven't. They understand that the planet and the people we share it with are all precious and important. People will only care about and nurture the planet to, ex to the extent that they care about and nurture one another. We are all in this together. And, and that's the environmentalism that I think about, which speaks loudly to me, is the environmentalism that recognizes that human beings um, are wondrous and amazing, just like every other form of life on this planet. If you watch the news, you will mostly see only the doom and gloom events of the day. For whatever reason, those are the stories they need to tell in order to reach their audience. But the reality is that we live in the greatest, safest, richest, and most productive era in human history. I, I think people want to be part of something larger than themselves. And in this era, we have uh, probably more freedom than we've ever had before. Uh, freedom to express ourselves, freedom to pursue our entrepreneurial dreams. And so this is a great time to be alive if you feel entrepreneurial because you can listen to the news, see the problems and challenges that we have in how we are being stewards of the world, and then put your creativity to the test to come up with business solutions to help solve some of the world's most pressing environmental problems. When I started this renewed project, I wanted to continue the work that my original partners and I had started many years ago to teach and inspire kids to be master stewards of our one and only planet Earth. When I started talking with green tech CEOs like Michael and Sally Beth, I realized there was a world of wonder, technological advancements, and optimism out there that most people never get to see. I was amazed at how many people there are working on creative solutions to our environmental problems. The people I share with you on this channel, they're the kids who never lost their sense of wonder and creativity. They're using their talents and passions to dream and then design and then develop and then implement some truly wondrous solutions. They are a testament to the human spirit of optimism and possibility. If you have a passion uh, for stewardship and for, for humans being in good relationship with the, the planet that hosts us, then, then you have a responsibility to be optimistic, that we have incredible influence on those around us. And if we are pessimists that uh, call out the gloom and doom, we create more of that in the world. We have to play to win, and we have to play as if winning is possible. Optimism is all about painting a vision of the future that we can live into. And uh, not too long ago, our 17-year-old daughter uh, was uh, she was responsible for doing the sermon and Earth Day service. And one of the th things that was most gripping in what she said was, "Parents, you have the responsibility to be optimistic about the future." Because if you are not, you will raise a hopeless generation. Kids are born with this spirit. We don't have to teach it to them. We don't have to gift it to them. We simply need to stay out of their way and not lead them away from it. Today's kids are tomorrow's leaders, tomorrow's scientists, tomorrow's entrepreneurs, tomorrow's inventors, and tomorrow's creators. 
They are why I believe we have already reached the tipping point. Our job now is to guide them to believing in themselves and seeing how their passions and talents can be put to good use for their own lives and all mankind.